0: You're live. Hello, folks. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm John Saxberg, your host here at Revival Now. I going to talk to you today about the things that pastors are leaving out. I mean, we're we're living in the last. Of, it's no it's no mistake about it. We're living in the last of the last days. I mean, we are living at the at the eleven forty five position. We're almost at the stroke. Of, we're fifteen minutes from the stroke of midnight. I mean, we 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 are on the edge here. I mean, I'm not trying to be some doom and gloom preacher, but look at look at what's going on around us. I mean, they've got a school up in Pittsburgh that's got children talking about how to blow up America. That we're an infidel nation. That kill all Christians. That behead all Christians. Chop their heads off. Death to America. America belongs to Islam. Uh, We've got the LGBTQ parade going on. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but the stuff that's going on in those parades and the stuff that's going on in Islam, I'm, a, I'm saying this right now, and most pastors won't say it, but I got the balls to say it. It's demonic. It's downright demonic. It It's ridiculous. They These pastors, that they're, they're sitting there being passive and saying, oh, we just got to show... So solidarity and 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 join. And no, you gotta put your foot down and say what's wrong. Pastors won't stand up to the plate and, and say what's right and what's wrong. We gotta have unity. No, you do not have to have unity. Not with evil. You don't unite evil with good. I'm sorry. That's that that, that stupid yin yang thing. That they came out with in the '90s. I mean, good mixed with evil. There's no such thing. Well, Jesus wasn't wasn't was against division. I mean, yes, no, he wasn't. He when he was born, he separated time and he separated time into time got split in two. A, D, and B, C. He split time into. There's heaven and there's hell. There's right from wrong. He divided the nations up. Everybody have their own nation. And the nations have states. And the states have cities and counties. Don't tell me. Don't give me that, that unity stuff. It's all that one world government crap that the George Soros and his goons are trying to play on us. Trying kind to of brainwash us, trying to tell us that we have to right then and, and people always and pe- and people want to talk about division look at the, what the liberal left is doing I mean for crying out loud I mean you you, you go ahead and you and you and you stand up for Christian rights and you get and you get shunned I mean it means boom they say no so who's discriminating against who? I mean, we're welcoming gays in our church, and if they, if, we, if a straight man would walk into a gay church, he'd get booted out. I mean, there is no gay church. I mean, just saying. I'm just using this as an example. I'm tired of being quiet. The problem is, we have too many pastors who won't speak up and tell the truth because they're afraid they're going to lose members. They're afraid the billionaires aren't going to aren't going to aren't going to sit there and fi- and keep feeding them their money. They have the millionaires in their church, so they don't want to speak up and speak what's really right. Instead, they they create their own version of right to keep that billionaire sitting on the corner happy. I'm not here to keep people happy. I'm not here to put a smile on people's face. I'm here to to declare the truth of the word of God. And I'm not sorry for it. I mean, we are living in a demonic age. I mean, for crying out loud, they have pedof- they are trying to legalize pedophilia, so they can bring Islam in here, so they can establish Islam in here, bring Sharia law in here. 'Cause that—cause in in Islam, they're they're marrying eight-year-old girls, seven, eight-year-old girls, and a lot of them are dying on their wedding night. I mean, it's 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 sick. We live in a sixth demonic age I mean people can get angry if you get angry with me so what I'd like to hear I'd like to hear what you have to say because I've got something else to say I've got something to say too and it's in here it's in this word and I'm not holding back I mean we've got too many lazy pastors out there that's not speaking up and telling the truth they simply need to grow a set of balls they need to tell the truth. They need to speak up and tell what's right. Go with me to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter twenty-four. I mean I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not sorry. Actually I'm not. I'm not sitting here sugarcoating things so people can feel feel all good about themselves. You know, there's times I get on here, I'm cutting up, I'm cracking jokes, but today's not it. I mean, I've seen too much. I mean, I mean, I could just sit here and tell people how they got generational curses on them. Those kind of pastors, I, 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 I'd like to wring their necks. I mean, just because somebody's grandma was a hooker, some guy's grandma was a hooker who owned a tavern and, and slept with a million guys doesn't mean he's a hooker. That carries over onto him somehow. I mean, my God. Proverbs 24, 30-34. Then I'm going to read from this version. I forgot what version it is. Let me see what version it says. Gospel Transformation Bible. It's from the Gospel Transformation Version. I passed by the f- a field of a sluggard, a vineyard of a of a man lacking sense, and behold, it was overgrown with thorns. The ground was covered with nettles, and it is stone. And its stone wall was broken down. And its stone wall was broken down. Then I saw, and I and I saw and considered it. I looked, and received instruction. A little sheep, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Poverty will come upon you like a robber, and want. Like an unarmed man. I mean, seriously. I mean, this is what they're doing. They're basically disarming themselves. They're asleep at the wheel. They're they're they're, they're inviting the enemy to come into their and, and steal their harvest and steal their and steal their from their flock. I mean, they're they're opening the door for Satan. I mean, I could sit here and sugarcoat something here but it's not going to be the truth I mean there's there's stuff that people are, are not speaking up and saying they're not talking about the gifts of the spirit they're not talking about baptism. they're not teaching people how to get baptized in the Holy Ghost they're not talking about they're not teaching people to, to get baptized in the Holy Ghost they're baptizing and they're just kind of like avoiding the gifts of the spirit and avoiding the things of the Holy Ghost they mock the things of the Holy Ghost they look at it like it's ridiculousness when the Bible clearly says talks about the manifestations of the Spirit they don't allow the Holy Spirit to manifest in their service. they don't allow the, they don't allow him to be demonstrated they don't allow demonstrations either they don't allow signs, wonders and miracles they want to teach some some psychologically correct message that they feel is politically correct because they want to please everybody in the crowd because if they start preaching on the gifts of the Spirit then, then it's going to kind of offend people and make people feel uncomfortable. Like I've said before, what part of Jesus's death was comfortable? I'm serious. People have got to straighten their act up. We we are in a day and age where pre, where pastors are are off are off track. I mean, seriously, they're off in left field. They're not. They're not. They're not hitting it out of the ballpark. I mean, they're just. They're just. It's it's crazy. They're not allowing. They don't want the Holy Spirit to manifest. They don't want the. They don't want the gifts of the Spirit in their church. They want. They don't want to talk about what's going on in our society. They don't want to talk about the what the, the times we're living in. Oh, we don't want to scare anybody. We don't want to. We just doing it. We just want to make yeah. it'd Be like, it's like the band on Titanic. People are in a panic and they're trying to lull. They're trying to play music to, to soothe their, their their panic. It's not going It's not working. You know, tell them the truth. Look, we're we're going down. Something's going on here. We're we're in a p- prophetic place. Well, I don't want I don't want to mix confuse anybody's eschatological views. One, this this ideology that we that that there is no rapture of the church that we're just going to progressively evolve as the church and it's just going to progressively grow until the whole world is the church. And then Jesus is going to come back and sit on the throne. That is a bunch of garbage. It's pure BS. I'm sorry, but it's BS. It's a bunch of crap. I don't know what jackass came up with that that, that idea, but he needs the religion slapped out of him. I mean, seriously. Well, we don't want to teach. We want and there's pre- preachers that are saying that, oh we're going to go through the will, the rapture will happen after the tribulation. What? Or mid tribulation. What? The Bible says there is He who is standing in the way, that He is the Holy Spirit. Once the Holy Spirit has left the earth, the presence of the Holy Spirit has left the earth. The entire world is going to shrivel up on itself. Our political systems are going to, our, our political systems are going to collapse on themselves. The financial systems are going to collapse on themselves. The morality is going to collapse in on itself. Morality is going to be gone because we're going to be gone. I mean, the whole thing is going to fall in on itself. And then seven years later, we're going to come back with Jesus after we were raptured for seven years. And we're going to come and rule and reign forever. Amen. I mean, we've got to get back. We've got to get on track. We've got to talk about what's at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. God didn't create ministry so you can pre- preach whatever you whatever makes people feel comfortable. I mean, Jesus said it plain and clear, Luke four eighteen. I mean, I'm 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 serious. I'm, I'm done with the with the with the stupid games pre- preachers are playing. There's pastors that are hungry for a move of God, and their congregations are just like pulling back away from them, not responding, not wanting, not wanting to smooth the spirit because they're they're comfortable. They got a nice padded chair there; they're nice and comfortable. I know a pastor that the, 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 the people are got so comfortable in the church. He's like, fine. If you don't want, if you want to get, you're too comfortable. Fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix this. I'm taking all the chairs out of the out of the, out of the sanctuary. We're just gonna sit on the floor. Or we're going stay, or we're gonna stand the whole time. We'll just stand or sit on the floor, or what have you. Until I, until we have God moving back in our con- in, in, in our con- in our church and our congregation, and we're reaching the world. It didn't take too long for them for that congregation to wake up and finally a light bulb went off in their head to figure out, hey, we're messing up here. We need to get up and do something. Within two weeks, two weeks, that church was flourishing with evangelism. It's amazing what you do when you put a little bit of motivation under the congregation, but I mean, it's not just the pastors. It's congregation members, too. Not connecting with the pastor, not not vocalizing themselves, kind of sitting there quiet and look, looking at him like he's a television set. I mean, come on. I mean, in the pastor's defense, I mean, look at the congregations that they, that they have to have, too. I mean, it's time for bo- on both sides to get right. And start preaching what's what, what's correct, preaching doctrine, preaching something that's not written out of some psychology book. I mean, they said they they did a they did a poll and they said sixty percent of the pastors are getting their messages from psychology books. What happens? What happens, I mean, none of my book, none of my teachings come from psychology books. It comes from the Holy Ghost. When He tells me to preach, I preach it. I don't I don't argue with anybody else. I don't have to answer to a, some hierarchy, some hierarchy icicle who th- who who's so doctrinally so uh, religiously correct that he even and he's so theologically correct that he's actually doubting the word of God. I don't have to answer to any. I mean, I do have pastors that I'm accountable to. I mean, like Jack Harris, uh, Pastor Josh Shelton, Pastor Rick Shelton, you know. I mean, I got the Howard Brown family too, that I'm a con- that, I, that I hold the hope that's helped me through the years. Luke chapter twenty, Luke chapter four verses eighteen. Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me to proclaim the new good news to the poor, and has sent me to proclaim liberty to those to the captives. I'm going to say that about the poor. People are always, I mean, people make stupid comments all the time on social media. Well, those don't become one of the preachers that drive Lamborghinis. So, what if a pastor has a Lamborghini? Him buying a Lamborghini doesn't make them people down in the projects less poor. More poor. Even if he then got stolen or or he sold it or caught on fire, it's not going to make them, it's not going to bless them any. He's going to sell it and the money's going to go to him. I mean, if a pastor's making money, making book of his own books, I mean, he's and it, he's got his own, he's got his own entity, and it's a for-profit business that he's writing these books from, you ain't got nothing to say about it in the first place. You know, I, I would see if he was doing it off his 501c3, but a lot of them, these ministers are not doing it off their 501c3. They got a regular business license that they write their books under. I mean, people are so stupid nowadays. I mean, well, that money could have went to the poor. There was a past, there was a preacher that got a seven sixty seven given to him. I mean, that money. I mean, seriously, that money was going to go go to Robert Morrison to help him repute generational curses off people, tell them what kind of demons that they ha- they don't have that they that he thinks they have, so they can keep coming back to his church. I mean, seriously. How can you sit there and call your program a blessed life when you, when you don't, when you're teaching them they're cursed, when you're teaching people they have curses on them? How stupid can you be? I mean, seriously, what kind of jackass preaches of that kind of stuff? The curse of sin is broken once you are born again. You become joint heirs with Jesus Christ. If there's something in that person's life, and they got, and they got to have it, and they and they still have that thing until they become born again, cast that thing out of them. Speak it gone. Pray for them. Get them delivered right away, and send them out, and teach them, and build them up in the Word of God, and teach them to get out and send the Word of send the Word around the world. Raise him up in the ministry. Everybody that's born again has a call to ministry. I mean, these lazy congregation members, he has got to it's got to go. Like I said before, they're too comfortable. They got their padded seat. They got their they got their their coffee mug, and they just and they got their house shoes on, and they're just kicked back, and they just it's it's all theirs. They don't have to go any up and do anything. It's, let's just go come back the next week. No, the days outside of church is for ministry. It's a it's W O R K. You want to be in the kingdom of God? It's W O R K. You got to work to be in the kingdom of God. This is no more sitting down. The the Lord is upon me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives. Yeah, that these preachers are teaching them. They got all these demons, the spirit of this and spirit of that. You know. So what if a person, like I said, some 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 person's great 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 grandma was uh, was a prostitute. She owned four or five brothels, and just because that, that great 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 grandmother was was a prostitute and had all these brothels, oh, that person's a prostitute. Whether it's a male or female, they they, they are they are born a prostitute. They they are they have when they they carry that prostitute with them, and when they're born again, they're gonna be taught how much of, that, of a prostitute they are. I mean, come on, this is stupid. When you are born again, the Bible says all things become new. Old things have passed away. All things become new. He is forgiven. He is forgiven. It's forgotten as far as the east is from the west, the Bible says. Jesus says that he remembers it no more. I mean, that's, that's it's it. It's over. Stop trying to make the person relive all this garbage. I mean, there's preachers out there that do that. They, they get these people up there, and they got them up there. Crying it out. Got them up there clapping and stomping. They got them up there trying to make them live out the whole thing, their whole life, all the things they've been through. Because that's part of the deliverance and that's part of stepping out and healing. You're not healing them. You're wounding them. You're wounding them even more. You're screwing them up even more. Stop. Stop what you're doing. I mean, seriously. Knock the garbage off. You're not preaching the gospel doing that. You're hindering people. You're making people. You're making people even more bound. Jesus says you made them put more in hell. You shut off the gates of heaven and made their life more a hell. You're you're like whitewashed tombs. Your tradition has caused the word of God to be void of its power and has none of its effect. Your religion is shut up like dead men's bones. Religion is no good. Set liberty to those who are captive, and proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. I mean, we're, we're we're this is this is what the church. When you are born again, this is what your assignment is. This is your your commissioning right here. This is our commissioning. I mean, say say instead of say say me say your name. The Spirit of the Lord is upon John Saxbury the third. Because he has anointed John Saxbury the Third to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent John Saxbury the to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of the sight of the blind and to set liberty to the oppressed. That simple. That simple. I mean, how much how much can we, how much easier can that be? When you are born again, that is your assignment. This is your commission. Luke 4.18, this is your commissioning, this is your assignment. And Jesus said several times, you, you, I call it my church, my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That means when you're born again, those curses are bye-bye. Yes, a non-believer it, it, it's, it has a lot of stuff in them, but when a, believer, a non-believer becomes a believer, he becomes a new creation. The Bible says we become a new creation. I mean, we've got to cut this garbage of these pastors. I mean, these pastors need to wake up, and their congregation members do too. I mean, we're we're allowing that. I mean, we don't want to. We want to. We want to. We want to allow abort, abortion. Talk promote. Uh, accept abortion. Yeah, we want to. I'm not going to say I'm pro life, but I'm going to say I'm pro choice, because there's. I just don't want to cause diver, cause diversity, and I want to cause animosity, and I want to cause hardship. Like we, like I said, we need solidarity, and we need uh, all this unity. So we're gonna accept and embrace abortion clinics. Are you kidding me? You're killing. This is infanticide, infanticide. This is this is worse. This is bad. As bad as Hitler, abortion clinics in America since night since Roe versus Wade was put in place, has killed more people than Hitler did during the Holocaust. It's killed more people than ISIS has put together. Hitler and ISIS put together. And Stalin, not to mention the fact. And you sit back and you want to you lullaby people and sugarcoat this and act like it, and you know because you don't have the balls to stand up and say it's murder? I mean, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, what has gotten into these pastors' heads? These pastors need to get convicted. They don't want to they, they try to shut off their convictions. Preach can preach people convicted. Convict the living daylights out of them. What are you thinking? We're supposed to feel guilty for what make people feel guilty for what they're what they're believing? They're doing? Yes. They're gonna go to hell. People are dying and going to hell because these pastors won't do their job. They won't stand up for what's wrong. They won't say what's wrong. They won't say. They won't tell people what's right. They won't teach about what's really right. They give them a, 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 a watered-down version of what's right. I mean, seriously, we've got to. We've got to. We've got to step up to the plate here. We've got to. We've got to. We've got to stop this garbage that's going on. I mean, I'm watching Christian television. I'm listening to these pre- these pastors preaching, and they're using, or you get the ones that want to use end time events to scare people to, for scare tactics to get them to buy their products. I mean, seriously. Sorry, I had to check on my daughter. I mean, these pastors are they're 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 out of their cords lost their mind i mean we've got to get back to the basics here stop preaching all this garbage i mean sitting there telling people that, the, that the, because they had we were having this solar eclipse a full solar eclipse a full eclipse where the moon totally covered the sun and it came dark oh they're getting x chapter to entertain all this stuff and getting scared people scared of, of buy products. I wanted to reach them through the screen and beat the living crap out of them. I mean, seriously. What, oh, what, oh, where, where did they get this stuff? What Cracker Jacks box did they get their theology degree out of? I mean, let's go to Romans 12, 11. Be slothful in zeal and be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be, cannot be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, and seek and show hospitality. Bless those, I mean, and it goes on and on. It's all about you got to be zeal, we've got to be filled with zeal. I mean, the pastors have lost their zeal. I mean, instead, they want to sit there and they want to. They want to lullaby people to sleep with some nice, comforting, coating, soothing message. I mean, it's time to step up to the plate. I know I've had to, convic- I had to convict me. People, God was speaking up to me and says, John, get your confidence about you when you're preaching. Stop letting your confidence override what I've called you, your, your bad confidence in yourself, override what I've called you to do. Overcome that bad confidence about yourself. I mean, we've gotta we've gotta do with everything with, with in confidence. I and mean, we've gotta step out of our flesh. The Bible says those who are born again by the Spirit shall live by the Spirit, and in their flesh shall rule them. Not that means your anything, your worries, your stresses, your anxieties. People who are always Christians who are always full of anxiety, always full of stress, always full of worry, always full of fear. They live by their flesh. They they forgot that when they were born again that they had that, that no longer exists. That that goes away. That they are to cut that off from their life. They're to overcome that. They don't know how to overcome it. And a lot of Christians do it. Stay broke because staying broke gets them more attention. I'm not saying everybody, but some do. There's some out there that they just stay. They, oops, my mic's falling. They stay. They constantly stay in a broken state. Because if they get if they stay in that constant state, people are gonna feel sorry for them more. Keep feeling sorry for them. They're gonna get get the get to be catered to, and everything else. I mean, I'm gonna take this down. Sorry, I got my lapel mic on too, so it's gonna catch it. So I'm gonna set this mic here down on the floor so it don't crash. I'll fix that later. Anyway. We, I mean, we've got to get back, we got to come back to that place where we're walking in, in fervency, walking in zeal, walking in, in that power in the power of God, and allowing the Holy Spirit to take control of our messages, allowing the Holy Spirit to run our ministry, and allowing Him to orchestrate it. Fire that board. Fire the board. If you have board members, fire them, because they're not in your best interest. 90 percent of them are all out for their own interest anyway they don't know what they don't know what's in the best interest of a pastor they just want to have control and say the whole time and use their big bucks to control the pastor fire them if it need be start all over I have no board I answer to God I answer my I got my pastors but I don't have people ordering me around and telling me what I'm to preach. Amen. I'm going to close with this. I think I've said enough. I think I'm going to go ahead and end with this. I'm going to let you go. Um, I got to fix a couple things. I got to get going. Um, I'm running out of time. I realize I'm running out of time. Um, tomorrow I'm going to be coming on back on here at 12. Be, be on here. Be on, get ready to come on here. i got some good stuff that I'm going to preach. It's a continuation of this message. I've got to let you go. I love you. God bless you. This is a production of Revival Now International Media Ministries. For more information on our ministry, please contact us at revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com. God bless you and thank you for listening.